Mic check one two one two. It's John. And we're here. I I I, I want to say here. live. Wait, but here. We're yeah. here. We are. This is whatever happens happens, and we are on tour. Oh, very know. first. I did not know we were all gonna say it at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> my, my bad. That's oh. So um, yeah, we're in Memphis. We we're in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis. Birthplace of rock and roll. Yeah. And the blues. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. That was, that was solid. That was better. That was good. Better. That was good. <laughs> so, I think we should talk a little bit about music. Yeah. That's where we are. Mm-hmm. Probably two of the biggest genres we know. So. Sure. Yeah. So I mean, walking around here and seeing all the Elvis stuff, like, oh, dang, the clothing that they have at the Elvis store. Spectacular. Kind of expensive, but like mm-hmm. at the same time, super cool to look at. Mm-hmm. I really so wanted fun. the blue suede shoes. The blue suede shoes, yeah. mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna get the gold, um, shiny like suit coat. That was what Ooh. I was looking for. But like the rhinestone suit. Yeah, for sure. Rhinestone <laughs> table. Yeah. I mean, we're famous <laughs> enough to get it, but like at the same time, we want to make sure all our money goes towards helping our audience. Um, see a good show. That's true. So true when it true. comes yeah. to buying a suit coat that I don't need, yeah, we gotta stay humble. Well, yeah, yeah. Stay humble. I also like That's the right. Paisley suit that like I could definitely <laughs> trade for like all of my college tuition. Yeah. for this semester. Yeah, I think it'd be a fair trade off because I was thinking like, what would be the occasion where I would actually ever wear like, a Paisley suit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, thinking about it, it'd be always. Brad Paisley yeah, concert. I don't see why not. Just to wear it down <laughs> by the grocery concert. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Yeah, me and Jonah saw a tie for like forty-seven dollars. Yeah, it was nuts. <laughs> I mean, yeah. well, that, it was a literally a bow tie that's made out of wood, and that was fifty what? bucks. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, like I did not see that one. Yeah, yeah. So it was like, it was like oh, carved. like it was like a, was a pre-tie. Like it was regular. Was that Sean the carpet? So like, there's like a piece of well, wood that was the shape of bow tie. It's a shape, yeah. And then okay. there's like the actual like part of a like a tie of the bow tie that was like around your neck. But it was yeah, it was basically just like fifty bucks, and we're like, no way. I feel like I can we make can my own one of our campus ministers like make that for yeah, us. Yeah, we can get that's Sean true. Do that. Yeah, Sean, he would be probably yeah, a friend that. of ours. Definitely <laughs> would be able to do that. He like whittles and um, makes oh, the stuff super he makes. cool statues. Mm-hmm. Oh, super oh, honestly, super cool stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first time I saw it, I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, impressive. Um, while we're here in Memphis, I wanted to give a shout out to one uh, to the hotel NBC Suites and to one of their employees who was has has been absolutely fantastic and has set us up here um, to record for our show. Um, honestly, great. great I guy. can't put it in words. Great guy. Dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, He's like, been such a help. Above and beyond everything that we could have asked for. Yeah, I don't for. know if like we can name drop him just for his, so <laughs> that he can like remain like anonymous, but mm-hmm. like. I know he's gonna listen, and he knows exactly who he is. Of course, yeah. yeah. So yeah. He's, he's up our nights. He like made sure everything was cool. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. got set. That's for sure. We are we are definitely enjoying our time here, and it's mm-hmm. big thanks to him, to you. Yeah, yeah. So Embassy Suites, if you're listening, which I'm sure you are, because I don't know anybody that doesn't listen. When um, they're a lot of people personally, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, track down who was working um what's these days december 14th and 15th 14th, yeah and give those front desk people a raise and give them anything <laughs> they want because they've been fantastic yes. especially yeah. him and he knows who he is so he'll <laughs> come forward and, and, he'll, and he'll, he'll there's gonna be a bunch of guys that are going, it's me, it's me. but send us a picture and we'll sign off on him yeah yeah tell us his name and yeah, yeah. help him out and we do want to stress like all the front desk managers because all of them have been very helpful mm-hmm. for us too. So yep. I'm glad that you're yep. that. It's been, they've been absolutely fantastic. So, so rock and roll. Yeah, go back. To yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Let's talk about rock and roll first. 
um, this today visited the um, BB Blues Club. It's super Ooh. good music. Mm-hmm. Um, that was fantastic. And food. Oh, that was food is, oh, excellent. The best, ribs, <laughs> best ribs I've had ever. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Definitely, for sure. Do I gotta say, they were my second favorite ribs because I can't say anything that's better than my dad's ribs. Otherwise, okay. you get fair. But they were were up there. Top five for sure. For sure. You gotta give your dad some dad points. Yeah, for sure, dad points. Yeah, thanks, Dad. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, yeah, the music was super good. Yeah, had yeah. great, uh, great musicians there. Drummer had like a super good pocket and knew what he was doing. Yeah, it just had a good good time. The best uh, happy birthday I've ever heard in my entire life for sure. I feel like you guys would agree. Yeah, yeah it was a good time. I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, for us non-musical people, what. He has a good pocket. Yeah, what is that? <laughs> that? Put so it in means, pocket. Yeah, is it, like, so is his pocket like Paisley? So he's grooving. Like they like he like knows what he's doing because he's like grooving along with the music. Oh, so he's but a bad also cat. at the same time, oh, yeah. bad cat for bad sure, cat. for sure, bad he's, cat gets down with it. But like, mm-hmm. he's got a groove, but also that time like doesn't fluctuate because it's just sitting there. Like the the time and pace of the song is like going. So like that's like that pocket. So like he's laid back, but also like the. The speed is not picking up in the seasons and slowing down. Like it keeps that like groove to it. It's not like I'm playing to do something crazy. Like I'm which playing is, to help the band. Mm, which yeah. is kind of like bluesy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. That's like which is what you want in blues. Like you yeah. want that like laid back, just like sitting and going. You get some like really cool stuff going on in blues because blues like has a lot of different types of like feels to it and a lot of like areas for you to like solo and look good but like with that drummer he looked good sounded good had the ability to be good but he just did what he was supposed to to make all the other people sound good in the band mm-hmm. also the band really interacted with the crowd yeah, yeah, yeah that was fantastic yeah. that was really cool. oh, singing happy birthday that was, was the best that was the best rendition happy... of happy birthday i've ever yeah, heard absolutely yeah. yes that was... yeah i i really wish somebody would like brought that up really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> jonah did Oh, yeah. <laughs> did he really? Yeah. yeah. I completely missed that. That's okay. Yeah, oh, that's fine. I'm sorry. But yeah. Oh, joking. <laughs> it was a good time. But yeah, so we're definitely enjoying the music here, enjoying our time here. I really appreciate uh, the town of Memphis letting us come and invade their area. Invade. <laughs> invade. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Whatever sure. happens, happens. It's taken over. Yeah, the mm-hmm. tour has been fun. Mm-hmm. I hope people keep uh, listening and inviting us over. We want to be in different other places. Mm-hmm. Um, especially, we were talking about Minnesota last time. That'd be a good place to go. Um, but also, like, New York. Like, that's a cool place where Ooh. we can uh, maybe watch some cool shows and just enjoy the area there. True. So if anybody who's listening to this is from New York, let us know. Like, what can we do? Like, yeah, literally, all that matters is just, like, we need a place. And if you guys yeah. got a place, we'll be there and we'll, we'll record bring, our podcast. We'll bring and, all the apples yeah. that we can, like, to the Big Apple Man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and find the biggest apple we can find. find. Yeah, we will bring the biggest apple. Yeah. Don't think it's pumpkin. I mean, if you, if you buy our flight, that's pretty great. But better, yeah. at the same time, we might not need that because we're pretty famous. Yeah, we have a yeah, pretty, like, we have a pretty big tour bus. Like yeah. we have to go three deep in the back. But our it's... tour bus actually, our driver actually got us down here without using GPS. Yeah, yeah. very <laughs> good. Yeah, <laughs> you really, really killed solid. it. Like then he's like, okay, we're just gonna take these roads that look like they're gonna get me to Memphis, and that's what we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we right there. To so to props to him. Props to him. No GPS. Yeah. A lot of dad points there. He was the star of the night. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. Dude, still speaking of music, I th- I don't know who I've shown them to already, but have I talked to you guys about the Oh Hellos? Yeah, yeah I've talked to you. I don't think I know what you're talking about. So, 
Recently, I've been like trying to look for music that I can actually listen to um, during Exodus mm -hmm. because I'm tired of listening to Christian rap during it. And, <laughs> and, and uh, yeah, I just like, I'm sorry it to, get, all it gets our, tiring. to all our Christian rappers out there, but I just don't dig what I've found so far. But maybe that's not you. So, but anyway, so I've been looking for other artists and I found them because they're not like the. The, the Christian genre, but like their their songs and stuff have like very Christian themes of them, and they're kind of like this like indie kind of acoustic, um, kind of vibe. It's like a brother and sister from Texas, but yeah, yeah the Ohio's they're they're super good, and uh, they have one album called Dear Wormwood, um, which for any C.S. Lewis fans is the name of like the the junior demon that Screwtape writes his letters to, in. Uh, in the screw tape letters, like every chapter starts with Dear Wormwood because he's like telling him what mm -hmm. to do. Um, but yeah, they're super cool. And they have the, like the headlining song of that album. I don't know like, is that, if that's what it's called. But the song is like Dear Wormwood. And it's about like this main like singer's journey about how whenever he was little, the only things he was scared of was like being afraid of the dark or being left alone or something like that. But then, like, as he got older, he realized that, like, the things that he needed to be scared of, like, weren't, like, in his bed anymore. They were, like, they were in him. Like, he had to face yeah. his own demons. Mm. Um, and, like, by the end of it, he actually names it. And it's, like, um, he says, like, I name you my envy. Mm. Which, like, I respect a lot for yeah. an artist to, like, expose themselves, like, that much. Because they could have just, like, the song itself is already, like, opening it. <laughs> opening themselves up to it but the fact that he named that specific um thing of envy um just like seems really vulnerable so like i respect that and i've listened to them a lot more so you guys yeah. should mm -hmm. check them out yeah, yeah that's vibing that's really really cool and i have listened to them they are a fantastic group so shout out to them for sure so the oh hellos the oh hellos oh like, hello mark yes like oh hello mark. <laughs> that's how i remember oh yeah no. for sure <laughs> like i like where um some people who are christian are taking their music tours in the sense that, like, there's other artists, um, Zach, you know one, that one artist who was, has, like, a Christian Lauren background. Lauren Daigle. Lauren Daigle. Who was, oh, like, she's on been fantastic. Tonight Show, right? Yes. Yep, and Ellen. Where, in that sense, like, she oh. is not finding those Christian labels, which, don't get me wrong, is wrong, not bad in its sense of finding a Christian label and be able to produce in there, but in the sense of putting out music that's going to hit the public mm -hmm. about Christian music is where we need to, is where, like, music needs to go. Exactly. Where, like, yeah. Because, like, in its sense, like, why would I need to know about how great your God is and how um, strong he is without me even actually knowing it? Like, if you put your faith within your life and the reality of who God is, like, that's where music comes and That's where, like, heart and understanding of your faith is. Because if we just talked about how great God was and we talked about how um, we lived all the time, like, it wouldn't, like, ring with a person um, who doesn't have the faith. Like, what rings with a person is living your faith correctly mm -hmm. yes. and living it with this and speaking of God in your life. And, like, yes, I've fallen because I'm human. Like, I don't yeah. have the ability to live it perfectly um, because it's not easy to live perfect. I'm not perfect. Humans are not made to be perfect. Um, to speak of it as, like, okay, God is in my life because I know that's what's right. And then talk about how good he is within like a story which like talking about the screw tape letters and talking yeah. about like how it hits and resonates to me and how it resonates to that singer is exactly what like music needs to go towards in that sense i mean not all music i, I 
I don't think everyone has to listen to Christian music. Yeah. But in that sense of like being real and that like evangelization comes with realness, that's what that music does. And that's what mm-hmm. the Ohulos are yeah. doing. Like that's the new and, it, and it reaches the right people that mm-hmm. it needs to reach exactly. out Exactly. Because yeah. like when you have that Christian label on it, like don't get me wrong, like I'm not bashing them at all. But like people will never listen <clears throat> to it because oh that's that's a Christian artist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um but like if exactly like Jonah's saying, if they're like subtly not subtly, but like openly living their lives um just as people and just as a musical artist, yeah. then people are gonna notice that and they don't have to be like because otherwise it's preaching to the choir. And it's good to preach to the choir sometimes because mm-hmm. the choir, choir also needs it. Yeah. But at the same time we gotta find those lost sheep and the sheep aren't just gonna come find find them. Yeah, know? for sure. Mm-hmm. I think um, another great example besides Lauren Daigle is Chance the Rapper. Yeah. You've talked about him. I could talk Go about on. him for hours. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not for hours, but... Where... Um, even, he even quotes it in one of his songs. So one of his songs, he says, like, with the faith of a pumpkin seaside mustard seed. Like, he... He has a great faith, and he has mm-hmm. it more than some people out in this world. Um, but he recognizes it that it's not the, the biggest that it could be. Where there's people out there with huge faith. But he recognizes it that he's like, okay, my job, even though it's not as, like, I might not be as strong and close to God as some other people are, my job is still to preach of God's word and to say of, like, how good he is. And so, like, within living his pop culture life and speaking what he cares about and speaking about things that he lives without having to fully just pull it upon all of God, he still speaks of God. Mm -hmm. And he's done so perfectly in the way that's, like, he is now one of the most popular artists, like, one of the more popular Christian artists is out there, one of the most influential uh, musicians of our time, mm-hmm. um, speaking about um, the problems in Chicago and speaking and like donating super a crap ton of money towards um, public school systems in Chicago and doing what he's supposed to is that sense of speaking out and evangelizing and bringing of the good that he's supposed to on earth. I mean, we can speak of God and do God, but like if we're not working and doing that's not what God, like, that's not what we're supposed to happen. We should be working, and that's what, like, Chance Rapper's trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, he's working to help. And, again, like, it's not, like, focused on, okay, I'm trying to get God to everybody. He's focused on being and living what the Christian faith is. Yeah. I th- and, I mean, I'm not, I don't know him perfectly, but what I get is that, like, when I went to his concert, like, it's like, there's a God within that. He's like, I want to get to heaven. I hope you guys do, too. And um, that's what's cool. And he's on a public level speaking it. He's gotten three Grammys off of a song that, off of an album that wasn't even produced off a record label. It was all off SoundCloud, all of free music. Mm-hmm. The only music, the only money that he makes is from his merchandise and concerts. Like, that's insane. That's how music should be. And that's what he's speaking out. He's like, this is what sh- life should be. This is what things should be. Like, you can tell me, like, I need a record, like, record label and I, can, I need to do this. But, like, what we need is me me specifically within the lights of god and that's where like music comes and that's why i like him so much like is he is he perfect no, like of course not like no one's perfect no one's perfect like in its sense besides maybe like, mary that's that step forward he's like okay i'm at least gonna say something for like we know if we're gonna like go deep within our biblical reaching like the idea that like a faith of a pumpkin side like this faith of a mustard seed can move mountains mm-hmm. to recognize that like that's that seed that starts that movement towards greatness and that's all we have to do is speak of it and just recognize it and speak 
God's goodness. Yeah, yeah no, I could totally speak about Chance <laughs> yeah. Rapper for cool. hours. I think another great thing that he does is, um, or in, I, one of the best ways to, you know, preach the gospel, I, I quoted, I, use, I was using air quotes, but I realized, <laughs> just like that time you used air quotes under the table, though, okay, and we couldn't see it. my hands were under the no. table. I was like here, and <laughs> I don't know. Our listeners couldn't see it, and we couldn't see it either. Uh, you were like, where? Where? Where, where were you? Let the viewers yeah. know where you were at. This is, this is. They were Are there. they viewers though? Because they're not like Ooh, viewing yeah. listeners. Oh, nah. yeah. you got me. You're <laughs> stupid now. Yeah, it's probably me. But like one of the best ways to do that is by um by example by living your life, not necessarily like going yeah, out there 100%. and reading anything. I think I talked about it last mm-hmm. one of our podcast. Maybe <laughs> we're like yeah. He just like walk. I say it to everybody, but it's so true. Yeah. Like it's legit. Mm-hmm. Like reason, yeah. yeah, like Saint Francis and a friend went and it's like, hey, you want to go? Evangelize, so they do. So they walk through the middle of town, and it's like, hey, we we didn't talk to a single person. It's like, yeah, exactly right. That's <laughs> evangelization. Yeah. Sounds like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also like what you said when he when like basically he's like, I know I'm not the best at this. I know I don't have the best faith in the world, but like it's my job to do this. Like, I know there are better people out there, but I have a job too, and I can make a difference even with mm-hmm. what I what yeah, people I sure. have. Yeah, like, for sure. And then he works with that quote too: "The faith of mustard seed can move mountains." Like. You know, I only have mustard seed worth of faith, but I can still do great yeah, things. Yeah, even if yeah. you're not, like, the best yeah. at it doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. It's in that, it's in that also that other um, saying of, like, John 3.16. I, like, you know, I mean, most people know of that same faith. is that idea that with living in thin God is what makes that difference and makes us do what we can do. It's not in that sense of, like, only God can do of great things and that's the only reason I can live and do of do of good things but it's having God within it to make of good things and to be able to do um, what needs to be done um, I had something else behind that where like when you said something Mitch um, that like yeah I'm no I guess I was gonna say like okay within talking about as as we as Catholics um, yeah like we a lot of people stereotype in the Catholic Church the people who live in it like okay the only people that are like super holy are like our priest and it's like that's not like that's not true we recognize in our faith that like the most um sought after vocation is marriage Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. um that's true for a real reason like god makes that in that sense one because of the situation of creating more christians in the world but also like there's a reason that that they're there and there's a reason that you can still become a saint within living um the vocation of marriage we're like yeah because i guess you've got to be this like the most um strongest person and like since he does that's his job in the church my job is just to come to church and to receive the eucharist like that's not it like even in the vocation of marriage like your job is to still be faithful to god and have a relationship with him just as much as the relationship a priest has to have like there's no there shouldn't be any difference and there's no stronger in it so it's like Okay, he has the ability to literally create Jesus on a table and bring him to life within the mass. Um, so he must be stronger than I am? No, in no sense. Like, does that mean exactly that? There's um, a uniqueness to becoming a priest. And if you have that ability and that strength and that calling by God to go to become a priest, like, do it. But, like, when it comes to that sense, there's they would say otherwise. There are a lot of people in the, like, theologians, people who are strong in their faith and... Um, are part of that Catholic viewpoint would say like a, a good vocation is a star vocation with God and it doesn't just have to be a priest 
where it doesn't have to be religious. Like a person who just prays all the time and has a good relationship. It's in the sense that like if you live it correctly and take the time for God to have a relationship with Him, that's a strong vocation, and that's the equalness of being a priest and a, a marriage, a vocation to marriage. Like mm-hmm. they're the ba- basically the exact same. Like mm-hmm. when with their own uniqueness. Like so, there's nothing to say that like okay. Priest's job is to pray all the time. My job is to receive the Eucharist and speak of the gospel. Our job is to have as any, as the exact same closeness of relationship with God mm-hmm. to be able to speak of it more purely. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I that was really it. well said. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to talk too much. No, you're fine. <laughs> Put yeah. that in the yeah. milk. Put yeah. that in the milk. <laughs> well, like, I agree. Like, there's no vocation that is called to watch, you know? Yeah. yeah. Watch um, good, yeah. Because, like, I feel like that's what a lot of us, um, especially, like, cradle Catholics, like myself, um, I went to Catholic grade school, Catholic high school, like that's what mass was, it was something I sat for, for an hour each time, and I went there, did my thing, watched them do their thing, because it wasn't mine, I didn't have any participation in it, um, and, is it even going? I don't even see Yeah, it's still recording. Yeah, it's, it's moving. Sorry, I didn't see it squiggly, thanks. <laughs> but, oh yeah, there they are. Um, but, yeah. I think a lot of us, me especially, like, how do we how do we encourage more participation in it? Like, how do we switch from not watching to, like, owning it? Like, knowing, like, that's that's our job, too. Yeah. Like, whenever we go to Mass, it's like, we're not called to, yes, we're called to, like, sit and listen, but also, like, how are we called to do more? Like, yeah. how, do we, how do we change that in college kids? I know I wasn't there, but... Um, the Newman night where Father Rob kind of went through the Mass and explained mm-hmm. it so you know what you're saying and why you're saying it. And you don't feel as much of a robot. You're not, like, melodic and just mm-hmm. chanting together. You actually know what you're saying, why you're saying it, and, like, what you believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, understanding the Mass is always, is always yeah. a good point yeah. of that recognition. But um, I know we've talked about this as a group here um, and talked about, like, that idea like yeah i don't believe we talked about it on the podcast though so this might be new to our listeners yeah um but i was going to go towards like making it of your own making that oh, relationship yeah, with your it. own um i think you bring it up really well um and i'll do my best but you can totally like bounce off me and <laughs> um but that like understanding that like the mass is set up formally for us to live and to speak of and to participate in um purposely so that there's a communal aspect of it. But also, like, when it comes to the Mass, like, and it just becomes any situation when it comes with God in our presence, it has to be relational, and it has to be ours. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. the Mass is, like I just said, communal and meant to be communal. But with any relationship with God, you have to be you to have a relationship, like, have a strong relationship and an understanding. So going to Mass, you have to set that time and that midst before praying and starting the Mass to say, okay, this is where I am at, God, before I come to worship in the works of the community because I want to be the best I can for this community and I want to show my goodness to this community. Yet we're here as a community to speak of your goodness. Mm-hmm. So starting with yourself and starting with how true you are is where that idea of finding the mass um starts is saying okay this is me and this is god god is so much stronger than i am bigger than i am better than i am 
perfect and I'm not. I am created though to be part of this perfection. Mm -hmm. I'm created to be part of his life. So my job is to say yes to me and everything that I am and say yes to the Lord before everything starts within that community. That's where we go to reconciliation. Reconciliation is not just for us to be cleansed by ourselves. We're reconciling ourselves back to the community. We're saying, this is our reconciliation to the community saying, okay, I'm cleaning myself so I can better the community within this parish that I'm a part of. Um, and that's, I don't know, that's the strong part of me of just like, okay, the realness of coming with prayer, to speaking of God, to knowing of God and have that understanding starts with saying, okay, I am me, even though it's so hard, like I am me. Um, and I want to be truthful to you, God. And that's how, that's that relationship. And that's how you find God. And that's how you find stuff in the mass. So it's just like, I have to be truthful to myself. Without truth, there's no relationship with God because he wants you perfectly and only you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, well said. Again, again, I like that. Yeah, it's, it's the truthfulness. Like, you can't have that false piety. Um, like, if you're, if you're hurt, be hurt. You know, who was it talked about, like, the, the dirt clod thing the other day in small group? Yeah, um, there was a Bishop Robert Barron video about this, I think, where um, he was talking about this moment in a Catholic hospital where this woman, she was watching her husband go through um, some kind of cancer, and it, I think it was terminal, and it was really, it was going on for, like, months or so, and eventually, like, there was just a day that kind of was a straw that broke her back, broke the camel's back, and um, she went outside, she just kind of had it, and she went out to a statue of the Virgin Mary, and she started throwing like clumps of dirt at that statue. And uh, one of the security guards went up to go stop her, but one of the nuns who worked at the hospital uh, stopped the security guard and said, "Like, no, hang on, like she's praying." Which um, and I, that kind of blew my mind at first. I'm like, I don't know if I would be able to say stop. Like, yeah. that's, that's some like, that seems <laughs> yeah. kind of you know wrong, but um, but it was like a really powerful moment. Like, yeah, God doesn't want you like, like God knows you're not perfect, so He doesn't like. He wants you as you. Mm-hmm. He doesn't want an image of you. He wants you as you completely are. And then maybe that's maybe that's hurting. Maybe that's like, you know, wanting to do something bad. But like you know, you just bring that to God. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, this is me. Just lay it bare. Like, to use a phrase from uh, our chaplain, Father Rob, uh, just be brutally honest with it and say like, mm-hmm. this is me, and this is who I am. This is what I got to work with. Yeah. And for uh, sure. you know, just ask for help. That's all you can do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's. I'm glad you brought that up again yeah, for you. Ian to mention to make up because like yeah. um, that's that truth. That's how we work, man. Yeah, yeah, realness. Like that's like that's that same bringing it back to that music idea. Mm-hmm. Like realness. Like okay, God is so great, and I'm gonna lay it down for him. And this is it. Like oh my gosh, like all praise. Like love him. Like good. That's good. But like there has to be dirt within that. Okay. Like there has to be those kinds of dirt that says I am disgusting. Kind of like God. Whenever we were talking about Post Malone yesterday, and we're like, you can tell that he like feels it. Yeah. He lived yes. through that stuff. Facts, like that's what we like when we listen to music. We yeah. like yeah. that understanding within it all. Like, okay, like he's real. Like that's what I'm looking for when I'm listening to musicians. Like, I have found so many different genres and so many different types of understandings, different like vocals and stuff like that when it comes to music. But the ones that like make sense and the ones that like truly bring out liveness within the music not just lyrically but also like musically comes from the heart of this is who i am this is what i believe in to be able to like make real music there's like a marching band that like um 
it was Marches. Broken Arrow. Shout out to Broken Arrow. It was like, I don't remember what year, but they had the sickest, most insane thing that ever happened where they had like these, so like in marching, um, if no one's ever been in a marching band, I don't think any of you have been in a marching band. I don't know. Oh, yeah, regular band. Why we, am I we, we didn't have marching Wait, what was that, Jonah? Neither did we. What'd you say, Jonah? I said, why am I even friends with you guys? You don't even marching wow. band. That's like something because I care about. Because you want to fight me? I'm kidding. <laughs> I am friends with you guys because of the grace of God to give you... And I appreciate all of your guys' graces of God. Oh, man. man. Okay, so anyway. Even though we have no musical talent. (laughs) Yeah, I just got a deal. What else? I used to play trumpet. That's not good okay. enough. Anyway, I can play Wonderwall. I taught you that. This is Wonderwall. Yeah, I have. Boom roasted, boom roasted. No, no, sorry. Anyway, anyway, so like there was this band that like it was a high school band, just like regular old high school kids living old high school lives, chilling, like doing the most insane show ever. So like they did a show where it came with when it, when you do marching, like marchers on a field, like they all have to be in sync when it comes to their feet so that the time is there but also for that visual aid type deal so like (laughs) so like one in their show they had these like outfits that were set up where like they had one pant leg that was white and one pant that was black so you could tell if there was a one person in that band who was off you could tell if there was one person in that band that was off because their pant legs were so different like you could tell within like the centimeters of um, difference that that person was off and that person was. These guys cared about their show because the music in itself was created for the person that um, passed away in their band. Um, they had so much relationship to him and they cared so much about him that they wanted to do the best show they could possibly do for this guy. Um, I'm not quite sure who it was, if there was a director or if there was a kid in their band. Um, I can't remember exactly. But they wanted to do the best for that person, so they they were going to put this music out that was so perfect. Um, and you can look up YouTube videos of this video, and it's just nuts. Even if you're not a, like, marching band person, like, this stuff mm-hmm. is insane. Mm-hmm. The the preciseness to their sound, the preciseness to their marching was all there because they wanted each other. They wanted to do so good. And you listen to the judges' tapes, which is so cool. Like, they have judges' tapes on YouTube of, like, oh, my gosh, like, this is the best show I've ever seen in my life. Like, this is nuts. Like, high school kids should not be at this point in their music career to be able to play something this insane. Wow. Like, that was wow. what it was. It was the realness behind their music that said, okay, that's that's thy understanding of my music, of, like, realness and speaking it. Um, that was, like, insane with that marching band. They just, like, did what they wanted, and they chose to be a community to speak of this word that was their person in their community that passed away, and they cared so much about it, and they cared for each other, and they wanted the best, so they worked for the best. And they did the best, like just the one of the best shows you can ever watch in, um, like marching band, mm-hmm. and all past DCI, DCI like which is the higher ranked um, marching band, past all high school shows, like it's insane, it's up there, it's an incredible because there was realness and a care for the music. It wasn't that they were like fantastic, that they had to be like fantastic musicians. They weren't all part of Carnegie Hall and um, <laughs> playing there. It was that they cared about. They cared about it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, and that. Yeah, if I can go past music, we can talk about how, yeah. like, caring for something just is that idea of, like, if you care for it, like, you're going to see succeed. And if you care enough, like, things are going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That kind of works, like, with, like, kind of our group, too, of how these guys, like, they all wanted the same goal, was, like, to be the best marching band performance that they could have. And uh, I feel like that's kind of true with kind of our friendship. Like, we all have the same goal. We all want, you know, obviously, 
we all want to be saints. We all want to try to get to heaven. And our goal is to help each other get each other right. to heaven. Not just us, but like, you know, everyone, like capital E, everyone. Whoa. Like, uh, yeah, because like that's, because that's entirely possible. And, but it's, I don't want to say it's our job, but we can like, but we can help that happen, you know? That's what's really cool. Yeah. I mean, just talk yeah. about it like in a sense right now. So Nick, he's a, he's going into pre-dental. Oh. And we have Mitch, I mean, Mitch, who's going to be an engineer. We have Zach, who wants to go into theater. He's in movies. Inter- movies, of some sense. He's going to recreate the room. I'm in applied communications. No. And we have a, and we have a, next Tommy. And we have a teacher in this room. So, no. like, that's in that sense I mean, of, fine. like, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Like, we're so, like, different people. Yeah, yeah and I think, yeah. like, for, like, yeah. Mitch's point, like, that's why we became friends. Because, like, like you said... None of us were marching band kids, so like you had no reason to associate. To hang out with you guys, because yeah. like objectively, we're more inferior human beings. Obviously, <laughs> of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. But Sorry. Go ahead. For not being marching band, but yeah, like it was the one that one goal that like Mitch and Zach talked about, like that that goal for sainthood, like that pushing towards something better. Like that's why we became friends. You know. I think that's why me and Zach are friends now, and we weren't as much. Yeah, we weren't. We went to high school together, and we. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. we we talked. We talked. We I knew of each other. We knew of each other. But yeah. we weren't friends. But now we're brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the people that you share interests with, and like in high school, obviously, like you guys were like on like the same sports teams or extracurriculars or anything like that. I was um, a theater kid. He was a jock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But Nick, you didn't bully Zach, did you? No, no, no. Absolutely uh, not. Okay, good. Yeah. No. We, we just do that now. <laughs> <laughs> That's <our> wow. <laughs> but yeah, like, back then, like, not saying you guys didn't care, but like, the, the goal of heaven probably wasn't as apparent as it is now. No. Like, that was the number one. It was either doing well in school or doing well in this game or doing well in this um, performance. performance. Um, and that was goal number one, and everything else was kind of second to it. But now it's kind of flipped on its head, and I think that's why people from different backgrounds do like find those friendships. And I think that's why Newman centers in colleges succeed. Yeah, because yeah. like I've we visited a few, and like we know like we're friends with a bunch of people in different colleges that are in the, involved in their Newman center, mm-hmm. and like there's not like one overwhelming like oh like you're nursing, of course you're in the Newman center, like. There's not, like, yeah. one major where it's, yeah. like, oh, you're, like, naturally drawn to be there. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all very different majors here. Very and, like, <laughs> none of us are that similar to the rest of the people at Newman, no. you know? Like, and I think there's a very good reason for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. it's fair. Well, I think that's um, getting close to wrapping up our show. Yeah. Do we have enough, like, useful stuff? Oh, yeah. Right? We're Probably. good. We have 35, 35 minutes. 35 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> It's our one of our longer shows, and yeah, we appreciate you like listening in all the way through five yeah. minutes. Yeah. yeah, this is us in Memphis. This I mean, we're us. in Memphis, guys. This yeah, is we're us. touring this is us. Memphis. Hit us in up. Memphis. Hit us up. Let us know where you want to go next. Yeah, and yeah. we can do another. Um, maybe next time we'll actually do. Um, brewskis with the broskis. Brewskis yeah. with the broskis. Yeah. This time, it, so, no, no, I liked mine. We've got scotch. <laughs> yeah, we had, we had some scotch and some rum and coke. and We're all 21, of course. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> just wanted to like throw that out there yeah. for anybody. Like, and we're not driving, to, so. Yeah, try to like throw digs at us and give us bad reviews. Uh, give us good reviews, please, please. So other people can find us. Yeah, because you care about you. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. So, again, shout out to the anonymous employee and yeah, to the NBC Suites and, and to the NBC Suites. Yeah. 
and, and, and to Memphis. Really quick, that one guy, we went karaoke last night, and that one guy, <laughs> he could sing. Oh my gosh. Yes. What a kid. And what also, um, I know we talked a lot about Christian music this podcast, but just like, so you guys know that we don't only listen to Christian music, <laughs> the five of us did a rendition of All Star oh, last yeah. night at karaoke, and we will erase it from the internet, and you'll never see it. But just know <laughs> that it's out there, and you can look as hard as you want. Um, <laughs> but you will never find it. But but it's while you're, while awesome. you're looking, yeah, I thought we killed it. So in your head, just picture it as awesome. Yeah. 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 We'll, just, yeah. we'll just leave the podcast with that idea, okay? Five guys who burgers and fries. Oh, <laughs> wow. No, that's something. That's something, that's something different. different. Yep. Yeah. It's very different. Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Yeah. 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 Could be. Call us. Call us. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But yeah. I appreciate you guys. Yeah. We're yeah. praying for you guys. 